Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, a so-so Monday night. It could have been better. It could have been worse. I go four and four and I lose the juice. The night started strong. I cashed the first quarter under nine and a half. I cashed the when in doubt, bet the first half under. 23 and a half should have bet the game under but instead I was on the Giants plus the one and a half and when you can't protect the quarterback and you can't protect the football it's tough to win games and we got our butt kicked again not a fun night of football in New York as the Giants continue to struggle in prime time and I lose on the home underdog the prop bets go two and three on Monday night I do split with the odds jam expected value plays. Daniel Jones to have an interception at a plus 128. That cashes, but unfortunately, Geno Smith, he did not throw an INT, so I lost that ticket at the plus 140. Then I had Geno Smith over 21 and a half completions. DK Metcalf over 60 and a half yards receiving. Lost both of those bets. I missed some time with Geno towards the end of the second quarter. That was a passing situation leading into halftime. Maybe when they got the Geno prop over the top, but maybe could have got the DK prop over the top. I'm not sure. But uh, then I do cash on Matt Breda under the 48 and a half yards rushing. So it was a good undernight unless you were betting the number of sacks for the Seahawks or the number of turnovers for the Giants. But I go four and four, and now we move on to the next. So before we get to the baseball here for Tuesday, I have locked in five home underdogs for week five in the National Football League. I'm on the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus the five against the Baltimore Ravens. Mike Tomlin has promised changes. I can't wait to see what they are. I'm on the Arizona Cardinals, plus the three against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm on the L.A. Rams, plus the four and a half against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm on my Minnesota Vikings, plus the five and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm on the Las Vegas Raiders, plus the two and a half against the Cheeseheads from Wisconsin, otherwise known as the Green Bay Packers. So those are the five NFL home underdogs that I've locked in. Looking at the current lines, there's a couple other games that could flip to a home underdog. We'll have to monitor that situation and potentially add a few more plays during the week. But now let's get to Major League Baseball. It's playoff time. So get the bunting out and get excited for the smell of peanuts and popcorn at the old ball yard. So I have one series bet I'm making. I did not play the four underdogs like I talked about. I decided to cool my jets a little bit, but I do have one series bet that I put in. It's the Toronto Blue Jays at the Minnesota Twins. I'm going to bet on this one to go the distance. So I'm betting the over two and a half games in the series at the minus 110. So the team split the season series, and I think this one's just destined to go three games. The Blue Jays have been swept in their last two trips to the playoffs. That's not good. But if you haven't heard this stat enough, you're going to hear it plenty on Tuesday. My Minnesota Twins have once again lost 18 consecutive playoff games. That streak has to end this year. This is too good a baseball team not to win a playoff game. Someone's required to win this time around. I just don't see a sweep happening, so I'm going to go the Blue Jays and the Twins once again to go over two and a half games. It's going to be a three-game series at the minus 110. Now, let's get to the games for Tuesday. All four are in action. We start with the Texas Rangers at the Tampa Bay Rays at the Trop in St. Pete. So Jordan Montgomery goes for the Rangers. He's had good numbers with Texas over his 11 starts, a 2.79 ERA. 
after a 3.42 ERA this year with the Cardinals. He has a career 3.68 ERA, two playoff appearances, no issues, six and two-thirds innings, one run allowed. Good road splits with a 2.73 ERA. He did not face Tampa Bay this year. Tampa Bay hitters are a career 298 against him over nine, or excuse me, 84 at bats with Margot having the largest sample size of success. Tampa Bay had the sixth best OPS against lefties this year, so they got a chance to hit him. Meanwhile, it's Tyler Glasnow getting the call for the Rays, a 3.53 ERA in the season, a 3.18 ERA at home, one good start against Texas. He went six innings, allowing one run on just one hit. It was a homer, of course. Last 30-day numbers are a concern with a 5.13 ERA, and his playoff ERA, not so good. 5.75 ERA over 40 and two-thirds innings, so that's yet another concern. And then, I guess the cherry on top here, the Rangers have the third best LPS against righties, so that's a concern. Both teams can hit. The Rangers and the Rays are the third and the fourth highest scoring teams in baseball this year, but this is playoff baseball, and runs are at a premium in the playoffs, even with good hitting teams. That's where my motto comes from. I'll take good pitching over good hitting. I like Glasnow's upside. The first five-run line is my angle with the best price. So I'm going to play the Tampa Bay Rays in the first five, minus the half a run at a minus 110. Next up, it's game two at Target Field in Minneapolis. It's the Toronto Blue Jays at the Minnesota Twins. So it's Kevin Gosman going for the Blue Jays. Pablo Lopez going for the Twinkies. I kind of wanted to see Sonny Gray here on Tuesday, but Rocco went for Pablo. Gosman pitched 10 innings against the Twins this year. He gave up seven runs, so not the best. Meanwhile, Lopez went five and two-thirds innings against the Blue Jays and gave up four runs, so nothing special for either pitcher. Lopez has a 4.31 ERA at home, a 3.68 ERA over the last 30 days, Meanwhile, Gosman has a 3.27 ERA on the road and a 2.43 ERA over the last 30 days. Since 2014, Gosman has pitched 13 and two-thirds innings in the playoffs. He's allowed 10 runs. That's not good. Meanwhile, Lopez made one playoff appearance back in 2020 for the Marlins. He went five innings and gave up two runs. The Twins should have Mr. Grand Slam Royce Lewis back in the lineup. That should help. But I don't know if he'll help on this day. Gosman in that splitter, he can get some strikeouts. The Twins can be strikeout prone. I kind of think today goes to Toronto. Tomorrow goes to the Twinkies. So today, I'm going to bet the Blue Jays. First five, money line plus the 100. And then Blue Jays, money line for the game. Also, even money plus the 100. So two bets on Toronto. I'm either going to win money or I'm going to be happy that my Twinkies finally get a win in the playoffs. Next up, it's game number three. It's the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Milwaukee Brewers. So Corbin Burns goes for the Brew Crew, a 3.39 ERA, a 2.51 ERA over the last 30 days. One good, one bad start against Arizona this year. He went eight innings, allowing no runs at Arizona early in the season. Then later in the year, he went five innings and allowed seven runs at home. That's an interesting split. 15 career innings pitched in the postseason, just two runs allowed, so those are good numbers. It's Gallon and Kelly lined up in game number two and game number three for Arizona. So in the debut, 
they're going to let a rookie go. It's Brandon Ploft. His ERA was an 8.81 in late July, but now it's down to a 5.72, so he's clearly settled down of late. Two of his last three starts, no runs allowed. Game two, I'm going to be on the D-backs, but in game one, I'm going to take the Brew Crew. I'm going to play two bets on this game. First five run line, minus the half a run at a minus 135. Might only be one nothing, but I think the Brewers have the lead after five. And then I'm going to go the full game, run line, minus the one and a half at the plus 114. Once again, I like Corbin Burns on the hill. He's going against a rookie. I think the Brewers are going to be just a little bit better today. And that's fine with me because I will bet Arizona tomorrow when Zach Gallon's on the bump. But uh, today, once again, two bets on the Brew Crew. Then the final game of the card, game number four. It's the Miami Marlins at the Philadelphia Phillies. It's Zach Wheeler towing the rubber for the Phillies, a 3.61 ERA in the season, his highest since 2019, by the way, a 4.13 ERA at home, a 3.54 ERA over the last 30 days, three starts against the Marlins this year. Keep in mind, these are division foes, so they get to face each other quite frequently. 18 innings pitched, six runs allowed. Wheeler was 1-3 and three last year in the postseason. Still had good numbers, though, with a 2.78. The Marlins were 26th in runs scored this year. I'm on the first five team total under the 1.5 for the Miami Marlins at the minus 125. I'll take good pitching in game one. So let's recap the card here for a Tuesday. Well, first of all, First five NFL home underdogs for week five, Steelers plus the five, Cardinals plus the three, Rams plus the four and a half, Vikings plus the five and a half, and Raiders plus the two and a half. Major League Baseball, a series bet on the Blue Jays and the Twins to go the distance. It will be a three-game series at a minus 110. I am on the Tampa Bay Rays in the first five on the run line, minus the half a run at a minus 110. I'm on the Toronto Blue Jays, first five money line, even money at a plus 100. I'm on the Toronto Blue Jays for the game on the money line, even money, plus 100. I am on two bets on the Milwaukee Brewers, first five run line, minus the half a run at a minus 135. Run line for the full game, minus one and a half at a plus 114. Then on the night camp, I'm on the Miami Marlins, first five team total, under the one and a half runs at a minus 125. Welcome to the playoffs. I can't wait for baseball today. And as always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.